0: hello everyone welcome to episode 21 of the kicking about podcast back again after a few weeks off yeah. um mm-hmm. but we've got so much content to talk about today um myself nathan ty how you doing
1: back in business i'll just own up like it's episode 21 because it's all right don't No, no, no all up all right. Cause i feel like you know
2: no he's be- he's, it's he's pl- being pl- responsible it's j- you know, know what tim the, the flow is yours
1: I, no, just just be part of the the gag of of this this podcast is that I occasionally forget to upload um, <laughs> episodes. Sometimes I upload them in time for them to still be you know late in a fashionable manner. Uh-huh. And then this time round, it's just too late, so I, I didn't even bother.
2: It's all right. This is a this is a fresh start. <laughs> we Hit. go again. I just want the po- I want anyone listening to to realize this. How many times do you get the parade off? Oh, Ty's is the reason why we didn't shoot. But think of the last episodes. How many times you have not heard a whisper about me? Just, just put it out
0: there. I mean, I'm pretty sure we spoke about him last time out. But okay, anyway, Tim, uh, how you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: the both of you decided to go to the pub without telling me that we're not recording last week. So, um.
2: <laughs> so what's we the God. first topic? Um, <laughs> um, Which you came to s- as well. I did, because you both were there.
0: <laughs> so, um, okay, let's, l- let's start off uh, something that's fresh from the weekend. Uh, Carabao Cup final, just gone by. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously... Probably one of the most entertaining nil-nil draws I've seen for a while. A lot of action, a yeah. lot of things you could easily dissect from that game, a lot of talking points. Um, obviously yeah. ended up going to Liverpool. Uh, congratulations, Liverpool. Um, I think they just about edged the game myself. I know Ty thinks slightly differently, um, but they went down on penalties 11-10 victors. Um, really heartwarming scenes afterwards as well of them bringing in the um, fan. I think it was a fan, yeah. the child to lift the trophy as well. Yeah. Um, but congratulations, Liverpool. Um, we'll beat you next time. Uh, any of you watch the final
2: I did Um, I watched from minute 15 and uh, like you said entertaining it was really fun I think sometimes um, games can be boring at their nil-nil especially finals but that one felt like it should have been at least 3-3 3-3 4-4 it could have gone either way and that's been the story of Chelsea versus Liverpool this whole season none of the games have been boring i think the first game was boring because we got a red card and that kind of killed the game in a way but even then we still looked like we could have won that game second game we scored like two goals in like five minutes and could have even won the game in like six minutes and then this one again a uh, fantastic game the penalties were i mean there are penalties we'll talk about that later but yeah entertaining match entertaining match tim you're Avid football watcher. Uh, I I bet you watched I the whole game.
1: I was actually at church. I guess <laughs> uh, we have an evening service. Mm-hmm. Um I followed the the live text. <gasps> um, so you know, my mind definitely wasn't mm-hmm. focused on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um I pray for forgiveness. But um, You didn't
2: serve two masters, right?
1: I um <laughs> anyway um, it's funny because in the morning we talked about (laughs) idolatry but we're not (laughs) here to talk about um, theology we're here to talk about football yeah Um, no it's just uh, it was it was quite tense just reading the 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 life text yeah and um, uh, yeah it it felt like it could have went both ways it could have been goals cancelled and yeah, stuff like four that
0: four goals ruled out in the end uh, due to VAR um, some really good chances on both sides I know Pulisic and Mount had the chances for Chelsea Mane uh, and Salah had the chances for Liverpool and uh, i got to touch on that double save from Edward
2: Bendy yeah.
0: Once again, uh I didn't we say this all the time. I thought a ghost
2: saved that goal, you know?
0: We say it all the time, but definitely Mendy has to be up there as the best goalkeeper in the world. How done a <laughs> rumor gets in half the teams. I don't know. Has to be. He know. is. I, I still know. see
2: disrespect. No. I was w- I was looking at pre-match games and people were putting Allison in their ultimate first 11. And I was saying, how much more does Mendy have to win? He could he could catch the sun and people would be like, "Well, I'll still choose Allison. Like Last year, what did Allison win? What did he really win compared to Mendy? I think but people still choose Allison over Mendy? I think it's when Cab. you look
0: at what Allison can deliver in terms of I ball playing. And obviously, uh, I myself would easily always go Mendy, best goalkeeper in the world. But currently, you're looking at the three best goalkeepers in the world all playing in the Premier League for the top three teams, and that's Edison, Allison, and Edward No,
2: Andy. no, no. Okay, uh, I just want to ask you this, Tim. Yep. You are the manager of a team. Okay. Your goalkeeper is in the box. Even if you're the best team in the world... Do you want your goalkeeper distributing the ball well or when the time comes to actually stop the ball from going the back of the net?
1: If I am a manager and I'm, I have 100 million pounds to spend on a keeper and I haven't got a keeper on my team and I need to pick between Allison and Mendy
0: and Edison, put Edison in as well. Oh, and Edison.
1: Uh, I'm gonna pick the hate. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Unfortunately, like I think the best you've been on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, good joke, so right? <laughs> I timed it. Timed it very well. Um, really set it up for myself. Um, <laughs> I, 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 feel like I would have picked Allison. Oh, I can't but I don't think. I, 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 think it's. This is the problem. This the problem with it. Again, I, I don't. I haven't like you know followed these two teams neck and neck uh. like crazy like you guys have the last two years um but i think the the, the, the it's it, again it's the branding thing
2: i, th- I like think is just thinking of what a goalkeeper should do when you judge a striker Lewandowski. i have seen
1: allison do amazing things yeah
0: i, yeah. I, I think th- i think the thing is when we you know, as I, as I just said, I've Mendy amazing. I would, I would Mendy say, ma- I would say well. Mendy is the best goalkeeper in my heart. But then you've got to look at the other kind of th- side. of think Allison is as equally a good as shot stopper, but Mendy's distribution lets him. Do- you know, he gave away a couple of chances at the weekend. If it wasn't for Thiago Silva clearing off the line, Salah's chance came from a Mendy. Slip, and he's done that a few times in the last few weeks. Allison's much more reliable with the ball at his feet. He can distribute well. He's got a couple of assists to his name. He's got a goal um, to his name in the Premier League in the last couple of years. But we're saying right now. Right, right now. As I said, I would go Mendy, but I can see why people go Allison because Mendy, Mendy's flaws maybe happen more often than Allison's. even though I think overall okay, he's a better player. Let's say this.
2: Mo Salah, would you say he's the best player in the world right now?
0: I, w- I would say he's the best forward in the
2: world right now. Player. Because we all know it's based on forwards, so we have to use the bias that everyone uses. We can't, just, we can't put goalkeepers in there. Because if it's goalkeepers, it has to be Mendy, in my opinion. Sal- Salah is
0: definitely up there as one of he's the best there. players in the world But right technically
2: now. he's not because it's Messi. Messi's just having an off-season. That that's your argument right there. More consistently, Messi has shown more consistency as being the best player, but because no, yeah. he's having an off season, I disagree. Now we can't put Messi in my first team. Messi, why?
0: Messi goes in there as the
2: best player because of his
0: legacy, right? It's like, but right now, if you put him in, if you had to like choose saying, a team, it's like going in and saying like Pelé's not one of the best footballers in the world because he had a couple of bad days. Like the, what 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 Messi but has this done this season. Is, I'm saying yeah, yeah,
2: look I'm, at the last year. If I you had to Messi choose an ultimate team, I would put Messi up there. So why would you not put Mendy? And Allison though, because Allison hasn't won anything. Last year he didn't win anything. Liverpool yeah, are conceding way more. Salah
0: hasn't won anything, but why your argument here would mean that's, that that's Salah's what I mean. not winning but anything. But right, anything,
2: right so now, I no, right now the reason why I would say Salah is one. Okay, Salah has now won the, uh, uh, the Carabao, the Carabao the third Cup. Tier he trophy. got to the final of the uh, of the Afcon. So you can actually say, okay, I can see why Salah is a top goal scorer in the Premier League. He has the stats to back him up. Why then are we saying Allison is up there? He has less save percentages than Mendy. He has faced less shots. He's, ha- say, uh, he's faced more shots than Mendy, but he's conceded more. So why are we still going on this trade of making Allison better than Mendy? Uh, I'm not saying he's better. I'm not saying he's better. I,
0: I, I've, s- I've said all along... To be fair, you, s- you can, can back yeah. me on this. I he don't know why don't people would choose. I don't I
2: know why you're shouting
1: him. I'm the one who picked Allison. Yeah, yeah. I've no, said all said
0: along. No, but he said, I can see why people would choose. I think there is an argument for and and I... I think you've got to look at it, right? There's always got to be a best goalkeeper, a second, a third, a fourth. Yeah. Currently, based on form, Alisson is up there in that top three. I'm and sorry, and I, though, but who's the myself, best? Mendy, I would put Mendy up there, right? Don't
2: say personally. If you were to be non-objective, well, similar with strikers, I if right, I was to choose I a right, team... I think ask a
0: lot of neutrals. I think it would be split between
2: Mendy and Allison, But is that because of, like Tim was saying, is that because of exposure or is that because of basically on facts? Both. I think both. I think exposure both. 100%. Allison
0: definitely get, will get more exposure. But I, I do think you can't disregard some of the performances that so Allison ta- has
2: had. That's what I mean by if you were to put on the market, if you were to make an ultimate team, team of the season this year, you're telling me you'd be confused whether to choose Allison or Mendy.
0: Well you know he's gonna get it, it's gonna be Edison or Allison, right? it's, co- it's going to because be because they're winning the
2: league. Yes. But if you look at performances, you have then to put him in you have to put if you're looking you at performances,
0: put, you have to put Aaron Ramsdale's name in there as well.
2: You could, but where, where what what does he what does he want to claim that he's played at the highest level? Because finals means 100%. that you've played at the highest level. If you don't get to a final, this is the reason why people well, don't get to finals. You can be don't a good get as much credit because it's you haven't done it at the biggest in the biggest moments. You didn't lose it because your player caused a penalty or you know your team was you know you didn't save as many right. Similar to the guy who didn't win the um, the man of the match for the Egypt Senegal game right. He played at the highest stage. He can actually walk away and say you know what I play the best football I can. What more does Mendy have to do to prove that he is better at the moment? I'm not saying overall when we look at. You know, he's. Bo- we're saying as a goalkeeper, if you want someone to stop the ball, you're telling me that you would still pick someone like Alisson who has shown. But as a goalkeeper, he's weaker than Mendy.
0: I've not. I mean, I didn't say. I said that Mendy is a better shot stopper, right? Mm-hmm. But you've got to think the game of a goalkeeper nowadays. It's it's changed a lot, right? Back in the day, you had y- your Noyers who were sweeper keepers, and. Nowadays, that was that like, that like was a separate role back then. You had sweeper keepers and you had shot stoppers. Yeah. Nowadays, a goalkeeper is all in one. Many teams want to play out from the back. If you want someone in goal who's going to keep the ball out of your net, know, 100%. And as I said all along, I'm going to repeat it again. I'm going Mendy. But I can see why people would go Alisson. Actually, I'll fight think, you on that. You've got, to think, because you've got com- to think with Ramsdale, right? Just going back to the Ramsdale yeah. point. You you can be the best player in the world in a team that's not... Before. Harry Kane, over the last few years, right? He, he has been, uh, not saying this season, all right, arguably not this season, but he's been one of the best strikers in the world and we'll still regard him as that, even though he's been in an average Tottenham team that aren't winning things. And sometimes you can be a good player in a team that aren't winning things. And you know, I look at some of the performances that Liverpool had last year and maybe the reason why they didn't win games is because he was out for a long time. They didn't have any centre-backs. And yeah. they did struggle, which is why, again, on form currently, Mendy is the best, yes. But I c- I can just see why people would go Alisson. I mean, I, I'm, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm, I don't know what you're looking at now, but I, I am looking at keeper stats at the moment.
2: I was about to look, do the same thing.
1: Um, in terms of pure goalkeeping skills, uh, or oh, goalkeeping stats, Mendy has scored, has done slightly better. Um, but if you look at overall stats, when you look at the other other aspects of goalkeeping you know like um sweeping like you know throwing and distribution and all that stuff allison is is higher and uh, and significantly higher and you know as a complete package again i am a casual yeah um you know no no dissing mandy because clearly he is the at the moment probably probably the best shot stopper in the league at the moment in the world even um and you know as to why they didn't keep him for the penalty shootout I'll let you guys talk about that later but you know because he is only slightly better than Alisson in terms of the the saving stuff but Alisson is so much better at everything else and personally look, well if I'm a forward I feel like Alisson is a much more imposing goalkeeper like the fear factor I feel like is dead again no dissing Mendy because clearly he's very good I just think there's so much other things. As well. Again, you know, there is bias of me not watching football enough and being yep. afraid of Liverpool as a Man United fan. Um.
2: But the difference is, I think what we what you're all looking at is based on the team. I'm not talking about based on the team. I'm that talking about stats. based. Just talking was, was about the yeah, States, individual. Yeah, But stats. I'm looking at individually. If yeah, you look at what, <laughs> that's what I mean by individually, but what has Allison done at the highest level the in Champions the last League. year? In the last year, the last se- okay, the season before that, I can say yes. But sometimes Allison hasn't done that. He hasn't even pl- he didn't even play in the Carabao Cup, yet we're still saying he's better than Mendy. Sometimes you Mendy has played more finals this year than Allison has. Yeah, but it doesn't always come down
0: to finals. It's how it's how ha- it's how a player plays. That's like saying it does. Yeah, but this is like saying it's like
2: saying, oh, I won I won my, my race in the uh, 400 meters, but it was the the second heat.
0: This is like saying that Mason Mount's better than Mohamed Salah because Mason Mount's won trophies this year. He's not. He's not that better player.
2: We're Menti saying is a the, better Okay, we're looking at each position. Looking, yeah, but both, all
0: three. Okay, so we look at this now: Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man City. Yeah. It doesn't matter what Chelsea have won and what Man City and Liverpool haven't won. Yeah. They're all three teams that are playing at the top of the game and are perhaps three of the best teams in the the world right now yeah aside from Bayern Munich sometimes you can put PSG in there yeah I think when you look at as, as Tim's just said the individual stats and this is what I mean that Mendy is the best I would say currently regardless of what the stats say I would say he is the best shot stopper in the world he's proved that over the last 12 months he proved that with the Champions League he proved it in Afghan and he's proved it for Chelsea all throughout well, the last uh, season uh, so what but more can Alison's, he do Allison's Allison has got g- good saving ability and it's not that much worse than Mendy's is but he has that extra distribution. And I've, as I said, again, I don't think, for me, Alisson is the best goalkeeper in the world because of that. But people will see that and go, the modern game these days, teams play out from the back. Teams, goalkeepers have a much more important role than just saving a ball and play
2: it, rolling it out every now and then. Alisson has assists to his name. Th- that's, that's, like that saying, have. that's like saying, um, oh, um, Lewandowski, he scores 50 goals a season. But he's not as good as Salah because Salah has twenty goals and twenty assists. Yeah, yeah, but th- That if if doesn't well, make any sense to me. That's a me. team player. That's a striker. Your job is to well, score the goal. Well, technically I'm if I'm if I'm making that's what I said. If I'm making a team and I'm putting out a team that is based on just. Shots topping ab- not no, right, right, here, here's a not stability, but if I create of here, a collective, here's the thing though. Mendy has to be number one. I can't see. I'm trying to see what Mendy else can do. I don't know. Why, I don't this. know
1: why you're so pissed off that other people have different opinions than you. No, this no, no. Is no. This is what
2: happens. This
1: uh, is what happens when we, we spend forty minutes on the last topic because because <laughs> Ty wants to convince us of
2: something. This is what we. This no, what we, anyway. I, just, I just want people to hear this. No. the reason why I I don't get it is I've seen a lot of disrespect of Mendy everywhere I go. I cannot see anyone. Even I looked on the lists that we were looking before, and everyone's column, they were putting Allison first. Uh, uh, oh, who was the other guy? Um, Edison above Mendy. And I'm looking, I'm going, but look at what he's done. I can get when people say at Edison when it comes to distribution because he actually gets assists as a goalkeeper. Can you count how many assists Allison actively has as a goalkeeper... Yeah, yeah he's, he's got a couple. This season... Yes. He's got
1: one. Yes, This season... He, he got one to Salah. He one to Salah. This, so
2: he has one. So yeah, if we he take, got a goal okay, and assist last season. Okay, but if you look at then how many goals he's conceded compared to Mendy, if I was... If you're looking at a team, what wins you games? Man City versus Liverpool. If Pep Guardiola is going, okay, this is the game that's going to decide the season. Do you really think he wants Edison conceding a goal? Or do you really think he wants him to, I don't know, just... Go out and pass the ball really, really well. He well, wants I him th- to stop whatever M- Salah, Mane are doing well, because uh, at the end of the day, that's what a goalkeeper is supposed I d- to do. I don't
1: think. I think. I think the modern the, the modern goalkeeper is is he's a, he's expected to contribute to XGA, but he's also expected to contribute to XG. Yeah. What we're saying is, I th- we think again. I'm not backing it up with stats. So if you know you can find stats that contradict I feel I'm like saying. you
2: find stats that can back up anything these days. In, in all honesty, like whatever stat. No, but like, but like, Allison would be a stat against Mendy, and whatever the stat is for Mendy, but, but would I go suppose against the, Allison. the
1: argument, the theory is, um, Mendy is a keeper that probably has a higher xga yeah. than than Allison. But Allison, as a keeper, e- even though he has slightly lower xga, yeah. he has a, the team that he when he's playing, the team has higher xg.
2: Okay. If we look at the do
1: final... We to, do, do we to run you down the
0: stats f- from this season? All right? Okay, go on. Allison has 13 clean sheets to, to Mendy's 9. Yeah. Uh, Mendy has conceded 16 to Allison's 18. Mendy has made 55 saves to Allison's 49, uh, which averages three saves per match to Allison's 2. Um, has slightly higher save percentage at 77.5 Mendy compared to Alisson's 73.1. Um, Mendy's faced four penalties, saved none. Alisson's faced none. Um, yeah. Mendy is bet like as I said, Mendy is better. But you can see why easily. Allison is is in these conversa- in this conversation because of the stats that he's got. He's a good goalkeeper. But I don't. <laughs> it's tough, you know. P- people might watch this podcast and go, "Well, we know Ty's a Chelsea fan. Ty's always going to defend Mendy." Um,
2: this would really be goes outside of that. I defend other players. I've defend yeah, other I, I players know, before. I know,
0: I know. But people may see it as that. Yeah. But I think there is there is a genuine conversation to be had around. Edward Mendy, Allison, and Edison—all three of them at different times of the year—to be the best goalkeeper. I do think currently it is Mendy. I will—I d- said that. Yeah. But Allison's distribution proves otherwise. My
1: my thing is, no matter how good Mendy becomes, I've said this so many times—he's got it's a branding a issue.
2: I think no matter what he does, this is why when I when I when I'm on here, I try my best he to just can, he can to see why people have this bias. Because a lot of times the bias comes from, okay, but different types of goalkeepers. I'm like, okay, I'm not basing it off. If I say over the last 10 years, right, or five years, I'm obviously going to say, okay, Alisson has shown this. But the same can say for De Gea. People could say, oh, I would choose De Gea in my team because he has experience. But if you're going off form, would I really prefer De Gea in my team or would I prefer someone like Mendy who has shown that if we get to a final, he's going to deliver like he did against Liverpool. So we look at what we delivered against Liverpool, we can say, okay, Mendy has shown that against Man City, against Liverpool in a final, he can deliver. What would he have done in a penalty shootout? I'm not really sure. Mendy was in a penalty shootout for the uh, was it the Afcon, right? When he when he saved that yes, one penalty, he showed that he has the ability to play at the highest stage during a season. Okay, we can say Allison maybe has as as the uh, as kind of the slight edge, depending on that. But what more can Mendy do? Like even if he had a champ a Premier League to his belt, I still think the conversation will still be the exact same. What people would say. But technically, Mendy can't pass, and I'm like, so what do you want him to do? What 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 stats? What can Mendy win and show to say that he is better, as it can be said, to be the best goalkeeper in the world?
0: It's been a good debate. I don't want I don't want to touch on this too much longer because I think there is definitely two other goalkeepers we should be debating, and that is obviously Kepa and uh, Kelleher as well for Liverpool, because um, obviously Kelleher was the keeper that. Klopp went with throughout the whole Carabao Cup, played him in the Kudos final. Kudos to him for that, you know. Yeah. Well done. Uh, yeah, I mean, Klopp, he, he deserves a round of applause for this because he could have easily gone to Alisson in that cup final. Yeah. He went, you know what? Kelleher was my keeper that got me here. I'm going to back him. And he backed yeah. him. And, and Kelleher proved why... I did. ...why you should sometimes back young talent. Um, And obviously, on the other hand, we've got Kepa, who is Chelsea's goalkeeper throughout the whole tournament. Obviously, he didn't play in the final. Mendy did. But was that substitution that was brought on in the 119th minute for the shootout in mind? Um. I mean let's let, let's get some thoughts about them two keepers because I think they deserve a little bit of time spoken about obviously, Keller has heroics throughout you know he made a couple of good saves, ultimately scored Liverpool's last penalty that won them, but also Kepper in the fact that he came on for a shootout, didn't make a save and then what the do the we want to first I
1: am going to bring a point by com- completely talking about something else, yeah, because something happened to my club like this many many moons ago <laughs> um, A few months ago a few months was it was it not last year
0: It was the uh, end of the year. No, y- the no Euro- was was Euro- it was Europa. It, FA it, it was
1: Europa League final. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. I can't remember. I mate. I've I've brushed it. Yeah, it's final. Oh, it was. I've brushed it so far my memory that I can't <laughs> remember which year it was. Yeah. Um but but I remember that game. I was really disappointed with the team selection that year because Dean Henderson took us all the way to the final. Yeah. And we played David De Gea. And you know, I feel like the right thing so you know, I'm standing by Klopp in this. Yeah. In terms of like if that's the keeper that took you to the final all the way, then keep him then keep him because yeah. he's earned it yeah you're not saying that he's a better keeper than Allison yeah but you know he took your team with subpar talent all the way up to the end and he should play play the end and good for him that's that's my point I think yeah because um, I think for if, if he if he didn't start and Allison started and Liverpool lost there's hmm. always going to be the factor of thinking hang on a minute there's always going to be a bitter taste yeah which i think for man united's case dean henderson is at the place where uh, hang on like i could have done better than De Gea for that. anyway i'm not here to talk about man united we're here to talk about callaher and um kappa and I think
0: yeah but i think i felt the same as you i was half expecting kappa to be our goalkeeper for that game um I think if he was our goalkeeper, we might have lost it in normal time. Uh, Men- <laughs> Mendy did Mendy did prove why he is the number one at Chelsea in that game, but I, mm-hmm. I ultimately thought we'd go with go with Kepper throughout the game. Um, I called it to a couple of people, a couple of my friends as well. When you know, with the game close to the end of the game, I did say that we're probably going to save that substitution and bring on Kepper in the last few minutes because he is more yeah. of a penalty goalkeeper than Mendy is, off experience. Um, he plays the mind games which Mendy doesn't always do hmm. um, and he is naturally better at stopping balls we've seen that before we saw it in the road to the Europa League final when we won the Europa League we've seen yeah. it in shootouts this year in the Carabao Cup um, last year as well Kepper is the better goal penalty goalkeeper that Chelsea have sure that's the only area I would say that he's better at I Lampier. wonder yeah.
1: because he's uh, he, he knows he's brought on just for that purpose he overthought
2: yeah, I I also think it's, I mean, when we look at the game, no matter what, well, the, the penalty, I think, was just a reflection on the game. It could have gone either way. Yeah, Keller could have just easily have missed that penalty Yeah, just as much as Kepa. Because we were talking about would we be disappointed in the unreleased episode yeah. who and who won and really lost. It's a very good debate. And I just think that, you know, as a Chelsea fan, I'm disappointed. I was. I'm even more disappointed because I think we had more chances that definitely mount's Mount's chance the best chance of the game one-on-one one with the keeper fumbles Lots the ball time. loads of time fumbles his legs same thing with Christensen. we had the more clear-cut chances that could have ended up in the back of the net a lot easier because kelleher was n- i mean he, he had he was in no man's land against uh, against mount and christian pulisic the ball was right there same again with mount i think mounted another chance in this first half where he, all he had to do was just he volleyed it just wide, didn't he? Volleyed just wide, so I'm disappointed. But the game was, you know, that f- goal by Matip. You know, if even if Van Dijk didn't hold uh, Reese James, he, it still would have gone in, I think. Yeah. But benefit of the doubt, you know, it looked like he did. He actually did. He didn't give him a fair chance to to fight for the ball. But um, good g- good game. But poor poor Kappa. Uh, although I did like the team, you know, going to him yeah. first and yeah. Apologizing and three out of five finals, I'll take it. You know, consistency is key for Chelsea. That's three five five you know five finals in the last year, three wins. FA Cup is still possible. Champions League is still possible. So, I think yeah,
0: I think from from me as well. Obviously, as you said, we had this discussion last week about disappointment. Like I I ex- I don't feel disappointed. Um, purely because I think you can't fault anyone. Like, yes, we could have had chances go in. Yes, you know, Pulisic Mm. maybe could have placed his shot better. Mount could have done his better. But ultimately, I think the team played really, really well against a very good Liverpool side. And they have done all throughout when they've played Liverpool this year anyway. Um, And everyone who needed to step up to the plate did and scored their penalty. And you know I can't expect Kepa, you know, I've played in goal when I've played football, no one would pick me to go and take a penalty ne- necessarily, and I wouldn't necessarily have that confidence to because I don't practice them week in, week out. And yeah. I can't feel disappointed in the team. They played well. They've d- they done the best. And the, the uh, team are rallying, and that's what I think is needed uh, at this stage.
1: I just feel like, um, based on the poor finishing I've seen, that y- you can fault the finishing.
2: Yeah, I, I can. The, I think Tim Tim's on the money. The last two I've three seasons... The thing that's let Chelsea down is our finishing.
1: And e- even just that game, like I, the the, the m- I didn't watch the game. In the moments I remember by watching the live, yeah, the the, the, the sh- live text offside. Was, was offside, was well the offside, <laughs> but also like the clear <laughs> chances that that Chelsea had. Yeah.
0: Well, I think th- I think the clearest one was Pulisic's. I think that was the clearest chance that was had. And and you know, could he have placed it better? Probably yes. Yeah. Mounts. I don't think you could really put too much on Mount. Um, what? I mean, his, his was a shot that went wide, right? Th- no, it the
2: one way he was, he received the ball over the top, second half, the ball, he chests it, and the ball goes to the ground, and he has plenty of time, but then he tries to quickly shift his feet, then he fumbles, and then he shoots the ball wide. It hits, it hits the post and comes back out.
0: Carl I might have been in the lead for that one. I
2: don't remember that at all. <laughs> okay, Tim, this um, was, it was it was bad.
1: Well, like I just expect, like, you know, players who... These people do this for a living. To yeah. T- to, to put one in the back of the net. No, do you
0: know what? I, I, I'll say... Th- I'll when I'll you see have see that many opportunities... I'll see if I can find the chance for I'll you, to so you can maybe see. Maybe there's a little bit of heat on Rom um, right now, because... The Even without wrong. Yeah, but the one thing he's terrible at is holding his line and he needs to improve that quickly because we could have won that game if it wasn't for him being offside so many times. Yeah, his so, goal so was offside
1: like he was offside for Havertz. So I definitely think like there, there are grounds to be disappointed.
0: I think there is, but I think yeah. overall I feel more proud. And like I knew I I knew coming into work on Monday I was gonna get a lot of stick from people being Liverpool fans. But you know what, I walked in and I was kinda like
1: you if, know, we, funny, if we'd have played really enough, well and lost, maybe yeah. Funny enough, these people that we know, I don't, I don't remember them being Liverpool fans before 2018. No, yeah.
0: neither do I. To be honest, I don't remember any Liverpool fans in the world except for one uh, before 2018. <laughs> yeah, um, I, th- I think
2: I'll be. I I'm not as disappointed as I would be. He, he, has, he has a chance, Tim. Let me let me show you this chance. Can let I see it as well? Because I I honestly don't. Yeah, remember this, this this is a chance. So Mount, uh, I'll see if it shows up. Oops, let me go back. So Mount receives the ball, one v one, gets it. Boom. What? Okay, okay maybe so that, that I didn't is see the that clearest one. chance of the game, and that's where I go. Second,
0: Mane's, Mane's
2: is first. I'm sorry, but Mane's one—he was stopped by 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 um by Mendy. Yeah, yeah. So, that's but, like, yeah, but he so chance, that. He but that. chances like that—that's where I go. He there was something that stopped him yeah. here. The only thing that stopped him was his aim. <laughs> I'll, g- I'll give you that one. I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't see that chance. You could have done But, you know, I mean, I'm not as disappointed as I would be, I but just I hate losing. I, I wonder. the final. What's the point of getting there if you're going to lose? I
1: wonder if you're going to come back, looking back at the season, depending how the season goes, yeah. thinking, oh, crap, that could have been our one chance to win, like, a big trophy. Yeah. Um, although, I don't know if people count Carabao Cup as a big as trophy. A b- yeah. um, also, question, have you guys actually seen a can of Carabao, whatever they are, been sold I, yes, I haven't seen I it have. sold anywhere. I Where?
0: Have. Uh, they used to be in supermarkets.
2: Yeah, oh, I got the name the I feel gonna, like gonna I've seen it at BB. You want them once. to sponsor us? Yeah. So if you're to this first, Carabao, uh, please sponsor do. us. This is a Carabao uh, presented yeah. by Carabao. we'll, we'll no, give no, you a good five-minute slot about which pre- flavor is the best, and you know, defend the best flavor. Funnily enough, it's Carabao in Thai means Red Bull. Really? Oh, well, that's Cowles interesting, it? Look at this. Yeah. Quickly. Before maybe, that, maybe that's what they've gone they're for. They're going to send us an email and say, uh, uh, excuse us, uh, we just wanted to say that, please. <laughs> but, um, I mean, if we look back on the season and this is the only thing we could have won,
0: I would be... We won the
2: Club World Cup. I mean, domestically. Like, domestically, this is the only thing we could have won.
1: My apologies, lawyers. Is red water Buffalo.
2: Yeah. Oh, I-, nice. I, w- I would be disappointed. Like, if this is the only thing domestically we could have won... Like we said, the FA Cup. I I think we could have a good run on that. Luton Town tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Win. We'll see. Ch- Ch- Premier League is still not out of reach. I'm still hopeful. Oh I my th-
1: goodness! Uh, imagine <laughs> if it. Imagine uh, I'm gonna. I don't know if we. I forgot if we're gonna talk about this, but um, yeah, I was gonna segue in a second. Yeah, I, just, I wanted to give my thoughts. Speaking up about inside. speaking about the Premier League. Yeah, um, I'll just mention this. Man City almost dropped points I'm, I'm okay, sure Hold on hold that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah Hold on hold on Because hold on, I'm going to jump onto that bit Okay Um, I just want to say Just on the flip From you to side We're both Chelsea fans I feel like Whatever happens now This season's been a, been a success Because we've won The one thing That we haven't won yet And that was the Club World Cup And I know on that Oh last, of course On that last episode That didn't get released We debated for a longer time About Club World Cup And disappointment yeah, but what now we said that we've was, won it, I yeah. Think, I think like you, you can oh, say yeah, the season you, it's been successful because it was the only thing we needed.
2: It was before we we watched that. I said to yeah, him, I that said was the, that was our last yeah. episode. So we had said that okay, if we don't win the Club World Cup and we had, we lose both the Club World Cup and the Carabao, it will be a disappointing season. But the fact that we won the Club World Cup I think and then bit, we now have a chance. You know, if we go, you know, the furthest we can in each competition. So the last two we have, which is FA Cup and Champions League. If we go. Final Champions League final, say, Champions League, final FA Cup. i say semi final Champions League,
0: final FA Cup. I think that's good. I want no, nothing less. Me, I'd rather go out in the semi finals of the Ch- Champions League than lose in the final. No, I <laughs> want to lose in
2: the final. I want to be known as the finalists of the Champions okay. League. No one,
0: no one remembers the runners up.
2: No, but I, I, for our mentality, going to the next season, Liverpool, when they went to the final, the, when they lost the final, they wanted the next season. As holders, we have a responsibility to still have our heads up and say this is our trophy you need to take it away from us so in this game you need to take it away from us so I mean if we go out beforehand to be honest I think either it's between Liverpool City and Real Madrid but I, I am PSG but I think just like last year we're still in it man and I still want us to win it call me greedy call me someone who just doesn't like losing but I love this sport and I love my team and I believe we can win every single game we play. And so when we lose, I'm disappointed.
0: Okay, okay, um, that's a fair point. Is like fair Everton, point. who lost. It's a fair point, but yeah, I do want to move on to the Premier League and I do want to move on to exactly what Tim said. Um, the title race that maybe we thought was over about a month or t- a month or two ago is now heavily back on again, um, and it's should have been much definitely better. Definitely getting close at the top. Um,
2: disgusting
0: yeah okay let, let's go straight to that game then man city everton is obviously the game we're referencing from the weekend um man city ended up winning one nil thanks to phil foden's goal i think it was the 82nd 81st minute um which oh, again god awful defending um it was it was i think it was holgate first takes the ball away from king Keane can't kick the ball goes to foden foden scores um but the controversial thing about that game and uh, I feel like we do talk about it every episode of the podcast right now, and it's VAR. Um, Tim,
2: what did we say about that episode we did about VAR? Remember what we said? What would clear up any of this mess? What was the one thing we said if VAR just added this? It would just help us out. Tim, do you remember what you had to do last night? Cause I don't do remember. <laughs> like, what's different about every other sport? What can we actually hear? Oh,
1: we need to hear the referees.
2: We never hear the referees. In the I pandemic.
1: heard, I read today uh, that. Um, the. The chairman of the referee board, or something like that. Apologise Apologise to um, uh, Ken Wrightworth, or whatever his name is, um, uh, ch- ch- owner of yeah. uh, chairman of Everton and uh, Frank Lampard. And I was like, What's going What's do? the point?
2: They are in a relegation yeah. battle. It
1: affects so many teams because it, it affects does. Liverpool. Yeah. It affects potentially Chelsea. Yeah. Man- the title race and the relegation race. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, what if? Is, yeah. What if Man City win w- wins the league by one point? What yeah. if Everton get, gets relegated by one point?
2: Or even if Man City um, get to the end and they get to second place, but we could have gone above them by three points. That yeah, changes sure. so much. Yeah, like even small details like that. Even yeah. the mentality of the teams. Because if Man City go on a losing run, it's a different scenario. Now they are winning. I feel like
1: luck. dumb, just pure apologising. It's there's no point. I feel like.
2: It's not the first time and this you season.
1: You, know, you can't change the results. No. But you, you at least say we're going to review the way we implement VAR. Then that, I feel like that is something that they, uh, uh, Everton can swallow.
2: Even when you look at... Um, I don't know if you, if you got the chance to see the Chelsea game. There was a VAR call against Lukaku's goal. And the angles they keep using for these VAR calls are one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what they're doing in that booth... But how can you see Rodri's and think to yourself, it looked like it was under the shirt? That man clearly moved his hand towards the ball, and it hit him. But yet, people, when they hit it by accident, it's a it's a straight penalty. Like the Zimbabwean player, oh, I, I'll bring it up every time I get the chance to. He jumped to tackle it. Okay, his hand moved up. Okay, you can at least sympathize with the fact that he was making an attempt. Rodri wasn't even making an attempt. Like Frank Lampard said, an eight-year-old can tell you that was, a, that, was a, that was a penalty. Man City and Liverpool this whole season have gone scot-free with all these opportunities from VAR. They've had some of the most blatant chances taken away from them, and now it's going to affect the way we watch football. Because what, what more in the, in, the, in the UEFA Champions League? What if this happens? A team goes out because of a bad call. That's an entire team's Champions League run ruined. What kind of final would you want to watch where VAR makes a terrible call, like the Lukaku one? Why would they use an angle where it faces from corner to corner as opposed to above?
0: No, the I think the what's the, the point? The, 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 the Lukaku one, that angle is the common angle because it is it is the straight line of the pitch. I think it's hard harder to tell because you're monitoring an arm against, you know, a foot or a knee, and it's can situations use something like that above. where it's close. I know, but no, how can the, FIFA, FIFA a video stadiums, game,
2: have? something at the top where you because can track it, yeah, but
0: because that's coded in right none of this you have to make it fair amongst every every team in the competition right and not every stadium can have a top-down camera looking down on the pitch this is the, premier along league, with the ball. this is the
1: premier league that generates like yeah. stupid yeah, but, yeah, the, the yeah, billions GDP. of pounds yeah i know they sell I know. their rights
2: for three billion pounds for only half the games. I know, but e- even if you were to
0: put in a top-down camera, there would still be controversy at times, because, as you well, said, it, always it comes to be it, it con- yeah, controversy. always going to be controversy, but, but the, ga- be the
1: goal is to reduce as much as we can.
0: Yeah, the issue is is that we're getting different people on VAR every week, or maybe we need to get the same people on VAR every week just so that we have consistency among what decisions are being given, right? Because we can I, hear I, what they said. say. saying. The, the, the doubt in the Rodri decision was that, from one angle, they couldn't tell whether the ball had hit where the shirt line was, or or whether it couldn't, so, so they ruled it indecisive, right? And no matter no matter whether it was right or wrong, that was the decision they made. Um, I mean, it, they apologised, which means what? Um, but that obviously, wrong. they got in in that moment. Maybe the people who were in VAR at the time were the wrong people to to be in there, because as you can tell from the other camera hang, camera angle that was um, faced on the back of Rodri, the ball clearly hits below the shirt line, right? Not even just that.
2: Rodri moves he, his yeah, arm yeah. towards the ball. Yeah. But you don't. You don't need an angle of under do the we, shirt. Do he moved his arm towards the ball. Do we
0: need to rule out this this shirt rule for handball? Do, like, does a handball just need to be anything below the shoulder? Because okay. as far as I'm concerned, like, yeah. a, sh- a, a, a shoulder is is a broad area on the top of your arm. Anything that hits where your shirt line is, that is that is your arm. That is not your shoulder. So for me, that would be handball. I, I think just the whole system is a bit broken at the moment where. We've got these rules that are very 50-50, and then we've got referees who are like, oh, we won't make the call because VAR's there to save us. It's, yeah. like, it's like with the offside thing at the moment, where they let the games play on when it's clearly offside. Yeah. If, it, if it's a tight call, completely understand it. Let the game go. But when you can see that someone is clearly three yards offside, but we're playing anyway just to see what happens. Oh, he doesn't score a goal. Let's put the flag up now. That yeah. can cause serious injury to a player. Let's say an incident goes on further down that, that play and you know an attacker clatters into a goalkeeper because of the decision of we're relying on var i think we just stopped relying on var and have var there as a last resort like no this shouldn't be given
2: but if okay if we look at Rodri's, like there's sometimes a I go okay you know what i can understand there be a discourse on whether this is you know a potential one nabicator versus Chalaba, right i can see why people say it can be a red card and i can see why people say both went in it could have gone either or Makes sense. But when you look at that Rodri one, Rodri was not using his his, sh- his chest to go for the ball. The man brought his arm to that ball and said, please, VAR lords, please go in my favor. If they allow us to hear what they're saying, we can easily criticize the the, 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 uh, the, the referees. And then we can actually put things in place to stop this. Like Tim said, at the end, we have to review VAR. We have to review the, ha- the, uh, the handball rule and this offside rule because they're the two things I've been ruining the entire game this whole season. How do you know if someone's doing handball? Okay, if it's ball to hand, regardless of what they're doing, just call it a handball, it doesn't matter. Let's just say it's a handball. Leave it as it is. That way we never have to have these discussions of, is it by chance, Is it by? Ch- is it not by chance? But if we're doing it based upon opinion, then let us hear what your opinions are. Because if we keep hearing you saying, oh, well, I think maybe it hit under the arm, that's us making up ideas as to what it could have been. They need, We need to hear them say that, okay, it looks like well, Rodriguez yeah, ball was didn't was, hit his arm. That
0: was what they said. That was the reasoning behind it not being given is that because it, was, it wasn't it was clear whether the ball had hit the T-shirt line or underneath. But, they fell for that. but they fell for the first. They we fell for the first angle, and the angle they focused on was that first angle that maybe was a bit more indecisive than the second angle, which – Clearly showed that the ball was lower. Um, But why do
2: they spend so? So me and Tim talk about the NFL all the time. Mm. But the NFL has like so many angles. They have almost twenty different angles on different players. This is the Premier League that has even less players on the pitch.
1: No, same amount. The
2: same amount. Around the same amount. But they have less accuracy. What's going on? And it generates less money. What are they doing? How can VAR be a solution? but now be a problem because now if Everton get relegated by three points, they can look back at this game and say well the Premier happened, League happened did us dirty. It happened last
0: season, didn't it? happened with Sheffield Was it Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, where goal line technology didn't work. Messed up the their, goal, it messed up their life, yeah. Ended, no, it was Bournemouth. It was Bournemouth and it ended up getting Bournemouth relegated. Yeah. Um, and what I'm going to do? The way it looks like VAR is going now is it looks like it's going towards robo-VAR, like they had in the Club World Cup, like it's going to be an action in the World Cup in December um, where it's more controlled by robotics rather than people. Um, So it's it's interesting, right? There's going to be a lot... There's a lot you can say that is wrong, right? And ultimately, the decision that was made was the wrong decision. Um, we can't change that now. Ultimately, yes, at the end of the season, it, it could be frustrating for Everton if they it, go it, down. It, it could just be needs to be consistent, Liverpool. man. But if yeah, a that's a foul, the
1: yeah. then just let all of it be fouls. Yeah. And and then and then there, there's no like conspiracy theories about it. There won't be any, oh, f- they're fixing
2: it, they're fixing it. Yeah, they're yeah. showing more favour to Man City. I, if anything, no. the, VA, the way they're
1: implementing VAR now is making it worse for themselves.
2: Yeah. And it's making the game more atrocious because now every time i watch a man city game or liverpool game i always know you're going to have that doubt yeah
1: that doubt in the back of your mind that this call this this half and half call yeah are they making it in favor for those teams because yeah or is it just because there's a human error yeah it's always going to have that in the back of your thought back of the back of your mind
2: and even as a player of the opposition team how are you going to feel about that that any tackle you make could go against you any chance you you take could just go against you because the referee decides no. I
0: I think we do have to bear in mind, though, as much as we joke about it, Liverpool and Man City do get decisions to go against them that are wrong as well. It's just that consistency across all teams uh, and across decisions in general. Um, But it's interesting, right? I mean, if that game would have ended as a draw, title race is back on four points, Man City four points out of Liverpool, Liverpool with the game in hand, takes it down to one point and they've still got each other to play. So it could have been a really interesting couple of weeks but instead you know we've got this dynamic now where city is six points clear obviously chelsea chelsea are 16 i don't want (laughs) to say fully out of the race they've got two games in hand, so it could be 10 points and we have seen stranger things happen yeah um just like i wouldn't say norwich or watford are out of the relegation race just yet stranger things have happened there's a lot of teams down at the bottom of the table now um
1: wait our new colleague is dissing us too much yeah
2: i think yeah
0: i think the big thing at the bottom of the table, I think we have to mention it before before we ru- uh, uh, before time eludes us, is obviously Leeds United. Um, <laughs> Ty, I know this is something you definitely wanted to talk about. Very sen- you're uh, very sensitive they've to, they've to yes, it. Yes, yes. They're now in the relegation battle. Mm-hmm. Um, they've conceded a lot of a lot relegation. of goals. Uh, anyone know exactly how many goals? I Thirteen in the last three games, I think. Um, he conceded at least, at least, three, at th- yeah, at least three, three in the last five. Three point
2: five it? goals in the last three games.
0: Yeah, so four to Tottenham, six to Liverpool, four to United, three to Everton, three to Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, and and they're not the, scoring the key, many. The key thing is oh they're now no. in that relegation battle along with Brentford, Everton, and they made the decision this week to sack Marcelo Bielsa. Um, a lot of a lot of Leeds fans are not happy about that. Um, from no. what I know, from what I've heard, um, a lot of them are kind of banking on this new decision to appoint Jesse March. No, is Jesse March?
1: I don't know his name.
2: Yeah, right, his name I is I March, so. yeah.
0: Um and obviously how short time he's got to try and save them. Um but Ty, before we kinda of go into a little bit of detail, I know you wanted to talk about this. I know you said you had something to say, so I want you to just, you know, say it now. Feel free. Here yeah, we go, right Ty. The floor is yours.
2: So um at the beginning of the podcast, I made a claim that Marco Bielsa was... Oh, well, we started this, not beginning of this, an, uh, episode. Yeah. this episode. An elite manager, yeah. Yeah. So if, for those previously going. And, so are you going to uh,
1: adjust the, the, the...
2: And I want to take this time to apologize to absolutely no one, because I think Bielsa was held a very bad card. He had a lot of injuries at the beginning of the season, and even still now he faces a lot of injuries. His players weren't playing to their best. And I feel for him. They're not still in the relegation scrap. I mean, they're still above most teams. They're still above Everton. Even they this, are in this, in this six case.
1: points above bottom-sitting
2: Norwich. And they're also two points above Burnley. But if Burnley win their game in hand, yes. Burnley's got c- two games in hand. They could, they could then face themselves in a bit of a scrap. Burnley is, has two games in hand. But let's, if we look at their their next fixtures, are going to be tough ones. Leicester, Villa, Norwich, Wolves... Southampton, Watford, Chelsea, Palace, City, Arsenal, you know, Brighton, the and Brightfield. Okay, the I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just showing the, the <laughs> consistency of it. So I think for them to have taken out this late, I think is a silly move by, by Leeds, because if they go out, at least go out with the philosophy of the football you played with. And that's what one thing Bielsa brought was, you know, I, I still, there's, there's a part of me and sometimes in football where there's that one manager You always hold to and say he he embodies what football was like beforehand, where you trust the manager in good times and bad times. I look at uh, Brighton. Who's their manager again? Graham Potter. Graham Potter, right? They've gone up and down the table, but they've remained more consistent with him. And a part of me has that romantic aspect to it. In this case, it was Bielsa Bielsa for me. And it pains me to say, yes, this season he got it wrong. He did not adjust to his injuries. He did not adjust to... The fact that i think his players i think that the, the league figured him out the league just figured out how he played there was no more surprises he didn't have
1: he didn't well i think the tricky part is yes he did really well last season um, the season and before that as well yeah but the the trouble with like you know not a one-trick pony but with with mm. a with with a with a team and a manager who's so dedicated to one style yeah you need to constantly take it to the next level. Yeah. Not so much take it to another level, not yeah. another direction, but you need to take it to the next level, which is what I think, you know, Guardiola often draws inspiration from Bielsa, but what yeah. he's been able to do yeah. at these really rich clubs is to buy the next player that's going to take his system to the next level.
2: Yeah. And he changes his system as well, Guardiola. Yeah, he is tinkers it, yeah. He plays around with where players play. Like, he's playing with no striker technically, and he sti- it still works. But if he g- if he gave him a striker, I'm sure he'd figure it out. Whereas with right, Bielsa, that's why you wanted Harry Kane. Yeah, was with the Elsa, I don't think if you gave him another player, he would probably still play the exact same way sure. with the exact same format. And he just he just got it wrong this year. And he, ha- I think he has himself to blame, which is a shame. But um, uh, I think it might go to people who say, you know, how different football is now. Before, I think football you could play one style of football and you could get away with it. I think now with all the analytics, the different ways teams can set up, the different players players play. You can find ways to beat managers with just one trick ponies like Bielsa, where the league figured him out. Everyone knows how to beat them six nil, five nil. Last season they were winning four nil at times, but now they're not. They're not even doing that anymore.
0: I'm, I'm going to say something in that um, yeah, we don't hear very often on this podcast, but um, I disagree with you, Ty. Um, I'm, what? Uh, I, I'm I'm going to say that the uh. league haven't figured him out. All right, I still and. I'm surprised by this. I read into this a lot before we started the podcast as well, and kind of going off Leeds fans and what some Leeds fans think. Hmm. Um, I don't think the Leeds. I don't think Leeds were figured out at all. I think what's hampered them the most this season is the injuries. Yeah. Um, they've been without obviously Liam Cooper, who's you know captain. Um, they've been without Phillips for a lot of the season. Bamford, um, lost Rashinia for a spell. Yeah. They've had to play the kids. All right, and. you can't expect, Leeds don't have the best squad depth, right? They never have. And when you don't have that squad depth, you need to be able to pull out results. Unfortunately, they haven't. And and the players that have been playing haven't been able to do that yet. Um, but that's the thing but I think if, if he's got his full starting lineup, I do not think Leeds are in this position this season. That's
2: well, the th- problem, what was me and Tim were saying, is he just hasn't he adapted. He needs to make
1: adjustments yeah. to what he's got
0: but i don't think he can adapt with what he's got because the the players he's got aren't good enough to really play premier league football. We, we but look it's at it's okay. all right, being young We're and coming on off the bench but you can't start every game and no uh, yeah, but, that, but that, i think
1: that's that you're absolutely right. this his system requires yeah. very good players. he's got 11 of those and um the main chunk of those players are injured. but so I what suppose do you do? That, that you have to come i suppose when you're, you you have you in that situation You either, you know, do the romantic thing and continue, you know, the path. Yeah. But you're not going to do well because the players can't do what he wants them to do.
2: You're telling them to play like Rafinha. But you don't have the skill set of Rafinha. Yeah, but I, I think how as can well, a young player do that?
0: Yeah, but the, the, like on the flip side of that, the players do train that way. Like they all have the tra- same training sessions. The philosophy it's is there; it's, it's drilled in in training. But in
2: game, you can't have the same. Probably but you can't.
0: You can't then change that philosophy from when from what you're doing in training to then what you do in a game. But no, you have but to.
1: But like, but like, I suppose I, I, what you're saying is um, the way he trains the players, they're, they're only trained to play the one way. Yeah, yeah. Which but, is pro- but which is probably but correct. Top managers.
0: Elites don't, managers. don't <laughs> which, which is why he's not a top amateur. <laughs> don't
1: tend to just. Th- there's always like different ways of. Okay, if we're in this situation, we need to play like this. Yeah. Okay. Ga- game prep for this team. We don't have these players, so we need to change the way we're going to counter. We're going to press. Yeah. We're not going to press as high because we don't have the play. Th- like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, I've, I I talk like as if I know what I'm do- what I'm talking about. I don't really, but I just think like you know across the sports that I've watched. You know, these this the last few years, yeah. a lot of the conversation has been adaptability and adjustments, especially yeah. in American sports. Yeah, and I just don't think, I don't think Leeds have made the adjustments needed, or you know, Bielsa's made the adjustment needed to to justify him staying in this. In when when for Leeds is so high stakes.
2: Bielsa reminds me kind of of Tuchel in this system. If you look at Tuchel, wait, pause for a second. I'm just saying the system, but the way he plays in a specific type of football. When you look at Chelsea's team, you know exactly what each player has to do on that pitch. But when we've lost some of our players, look at when we've lost Reese James and um, Chile, Chilwell. What has happened to our type of football? It's almost taken a seat back because we are playing a type of football that requires us to have the distribution and the goal involvement that Rhys James and Chilwell have that we don't find in players like Aspilicueta and in um, Marcus Alonso. As great players as they are, we've had to change. When we've changed to play to their strengths, that's when we've actually started to play well. Like in the game against Liverpool, we're playing well because instead of us forcing uh, uh, Marcus Alonso and Aspilicueta to always be bombing forward and trying to create as many chances as they would with the Rhys James, we actually said, okay, let's play um, who was it, um, Pulisic, and was it Ziyech as well, uh, up front, we used them instead to play... Amount. and Amount. Pulisic Amount to play that, that role and almost adapt to it. That's the difference. The problem with Bielser is he's not looking and saying, okay, I don't have a Rafinha, so what can I do now? Let me put this player here instead and then allow him to play a different role to allow us to at least keep the ball. He hasn't done that. He's just gone... Hey, Rafinha plays this role, you go do the same, just go. Don't change the style, just go and do it. When we know he can't, it's like playing Mason Mount and Stryker. He's a great player, but you're putting expectations of a player who shouldn't be doing that to do something he can't do.
0: I do always think you're making such a good point here that you've just contradicted yourself by saying that Bielsa is an elite manager by clearly proving in that in that statement that he is not an elite manager. <laughs> that's, hey, that's just,
2: I, that's just I'm coming words, you know? here and saying that's just your words. Wh- I think, okay, no, when I it think works. You can, you okay, when that. it works. That's why I said he got it wrong this year. Same with Guardiola. I always say Guardiola is an elite manager, but when we look at the Champions League last year and he didn't play Fernandinho, he got it wrong. It doesn't change that he's still a great manager. I still think Bielsa is a great manager, but he has his faults. Pep Guardiola was his main fault. He can over-tinker too much. That game against Everton, he could have drawn. He could have drawn that game, and we could have easily been here going, you know, Pep Guardiola. If he loses this one and doesn't win the Premier League, that's two seasons where he's maybe now starting to look shaky. We could have easily changed the script. Bielsa, he just didn't adjust to his team. That's something he has to learn. Otherwise, he's never gonna be able to be go above what he can. The difference with Guardiola is Guardiola, he takes what he's learned and he improves it. He gets better and he keeps going from elite manager to elite. He increases his stature as that. When Bielsa's method works, it works. But when it doesn't work, he can easily flip-flop between that elite manager to going, wait a minute, what's this guy doing?
0: I still don't know if, if if that puts Bielsa in an, an elite manager category. Uh, I'm a romantic. Same, same, same. Like kind of thing as what you said with Mendy earlier. You know what has Bielsa, What like certain reasons why he Mendy's took better than others? A team that Leeds?
2: he's brought them back to the Premier League.
0: Yeah, but so many managers done that with so many different clubs.
2: He did, but not the same.
0: Daniel Farker. did that
2: with Norwich. But oh, okay. But look at Norwich. Twice. They've been a yo-yo team for the last ten years. He, d- he still did it. Okay, we're Leeds now. They're still in the Premier League, right? Since they came into the Premier League, they've still been here,
0: which is two seasons, right?
2: Yeah, no, three seasons.
0: No, this is their sec- this is the second season they survived. I'm pretty no, sure No, third is season. Third. Is it? No, yeah, because um, wh-
2: when Lampard joined us, that's when Leeds came in. Because that's when uh, is uh it? no, actually no, two seasons. Yeah, two seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was using the wrong time frame. <laughs> For those of you who didn't see <laughs> yeah. that, there was a gesture of. Let's just say not PG. That was used. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't but 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 okay. Two seasons. He's been. Yeah. This is that going into the third season. This is what? Right? Or uh, is this, it? this is the second? Um, yeah. But, so but next going yeah. by that
1: achievement, Chris Wilder should yeah, be even yeah, higher. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he got them Then your sick. beloved Marcelo Bielsa. Yeah. Um, Chris Wilder should we be an elite k- manager who's currently he's managing. N- he's he's, he's
2: not in the Premier League though. We didn't do a uh, a managers <laughs> list of players. <laughs> <laughs> no, but based outside. on
1: based on your criteria. Of taking... Who back. has Wilder inspired? So maybe... maybe has he inspired maybe the greatest... he inspired me. <laughs> so me too. you know, RL really <laughs> <laughs> managers <laughs> to, be great, um, to be a greater... T- Daniel Farker. S- Daniel Chris Far- Wilder. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I-, I was being serious. I was going to say, like, ours are like Sarah
2: Alex Ferguson, Jürgen Klopp. So as you can guys, hear... Renieri. Renieri. You've got two Bielsa kids... Chris Wilder. Arguing for... An opinion uh, that I have. Okay, my opinion of Bielsa was Bielsa. Even when we no, take you said, you said he was elite, elite. That's, that's exactly like what I said. I'm, and, I'm, hey, I'm said, doubling down on it. Listen, listen, listen. Just, listen, just, listen, just to listen. remember as well, you said Arteta was
0: below average, was it? Or, or, or like next in line to be sacked at the time? He was.
2: The competition around him is just trash. Man United are not playing well. West Ham have a cat kicker, so I, I don't I, I don't know what uh, what else Al- Arsenal could do besides <laughs> besides win games. So if we actually look at Marco Bielsa, when I still look back, I still think he's an elite manager. He's influenced the game enough for me that you can't just ignore him. Same with even if Guardiola never wins a uh, a Champions League with any other team besides the Barcelona team he had. You can still say he's an elite manager. Why? Because of the influence he's had on the entire Premier League. Similar with Bielsa, he's influenced so many managers to the point where you cannot ignore. You cannot ignore his greatness without also his faults. One of his faults yeah, is that yes, nothing. he hasn't wanted to achieve the same heights or the same trophy accolades as his other teams we've mentioned, like a Man City. He hasn't. He doesn't want that. If he wanted to, he could, but he didn't. He went for teams like Leeds. He went for small teams. Every team he's gone to has influenced it to be better. Similar to, uh, what was his name? Um, Klopp. Klopp, when he, when he left uh, Dortmund, he left it at a worse estate. Oh, I can hear the yawn from... Uh, <laughs> from Tim it's been long I've been up since 5 <laughs> but when we look at all those managers he made an influence to all the top managers we mention now Guardiola Tuchel and Klopp and who was who was the glue that puts them all together it's Marco not, Bielsa it's not Bielsa it's not <laughs> they've all mentioned <laughs> it's, it it's really they've all not, mentioned mate. it it's, they've it's, all it's, mentioned Bielsa as being an influence
0: it's really not I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Marcelo Bielsa Does anyone it's say that about, Mart- about Wilder
2: together? about Lampard about no no one ever says that because what have they done what? Nothing. But what has Bielsa done? Nothing. He li- Pep Guardiola literally said, "I owe a lot of my style to Marco Bielsa."
0: I, I don't believe it. Mike, I think he's just being nice. Dropped. I think he's just being nice. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Jesse March can do anything. Obviously, he's come in um, till the end of the season. I believe initially very big um, shoes to fill very big shoes apparently has a very similar philosophy to bielsa um opts more for i know uh man marking from corners right i think bielsa was more zonal no yeah, no, no, no 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 no, he was zonal. other way round. other way round. i think from hmm. what i read i can't really remember now it was about an hour ago um but it'll be interesting i know he didn't have the best run at leipzig um got sacked well left in december didn't he um, but it's a big challenge, it's a big a uh, very big challenge for Leeds this yeah. season to keep themselves in mid table and avoid the chase impact below them. Um
2: I don't really think Leeds fans really care much about staying in the league. Oh, 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 they, oh they do now. I mean they they do, now. They do but I think they would rather Whoever they appoint to be someone who can stay if they do go out. no, I, So he I has to win the fans as much as Bielsa would win the fans. The only
0: way to win the fans is, just, is to stay up. I think if, if, Leeds get still go de- if Leeds end up do going down this season, fans are going to question why they changed manager and didn't just stick with Bielsa. Yep.
2: But if they play exciting if football they, and they it, go it, down, no, do I you think I, the no, Leeds fans would be like, oh, this is bad, or they go, oh, you know what? No, At I, least we can still have a good run.
0: I think Leeds fans are very loyal to be elsa i think they would have wanted to be to stay even if they want if they even if they were to go down i think the so the only way that jesse march can win the fans is by staying
1: up staying up and maybe finishing and top ten yeah
0: convincingly staying up as well
2: uh, i think um as a um avid uh leads bystander fan supporter you are not a, an
1: avid it's lead such supporter. A glory hunter
2: if if they if the manager I, I guess you know i look at it and i think of same with dean, dean smith right we look at dean smith and I don't think Norwich just hired him for the job of the Premier League. I think they hired him with the hope of, okay, if we go out, is he going to give us a great chance to come back? Same with, I think, this guy as I well. D- as I don't think he's staying If, if, if he, sh- I think if he shows that he can play enough to allow them to come back, I think the Leeds fans wouldn't be as disappointed compared to, I think, if he plays boring football to just keep draws and then they go out, I think the outcry will be slightly different to then saying, well, why do we keep Bielsa out if we're at least going to just try something else?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know if he's the person to see the future through. I don't think he's got enough of a managerial record mm. yet to say that he's definitely a manager that can rebuild if something goes wrong or whatever, but interesting to see it's it's very hot at both the um top and the bottom of the premier league table once again it's what we wanted we don't like seeing the season cruise where you've got one team that's going to win it and you know two three teams that are already going to go down um, it's nice to see that there's still some competition going hmm. um i guess that only leaves us with predictions still to go if i'm correct for tonight yeah, saturday Sunday and Monday. Uh, just quickly touch on, I just saw a really nice point. I've seen that Man City have made um, Zinchenko their captain for this evening um, ahead of their FA Cup game with Peterborough as well. Um, so we jump straight into it? Thanks, guys. Yeah, I appreciate it.
2: We're waiting for you to say I'm more. I was, I was waiting man. for
0: you to be like, yeah, I'm ready. I've got the fixtures up because half the time you go away. Yes, you yes, yet? we're ready so. for you to say okay. the fixtures. Um, go So on. tonight, 7.45, 10 minutes time. All oh, Burnley versus Leicester. Big game for Burnley in their hope to try and push their way up the table.
2: Uh, Leicester. I think Leicester.
0: What What score?
2: Also, I don't know if you want to touch on this, but <laughs> <laughs> t- um, this is breaking news. Roman Abramovich is looking to actually sell Chelsea Football Club.
1: Hey, I, I I've got some money. I've got about a hundred quid. Um, For the
2: first, he's actually actively looking to sell Chelsea Football Club. But um, I think that's something we can talk about on a different.
0: Yeah, I, d- uh, different I don't day. believe it until I've seen Fabrizio Romano say it. So yeah, uh,
2: although it, Boris Johnson has said it's not sanctioned, so we'll see. But I do think Leicester are going to win that one. Score. 2-1.
1: Burnley, 2-1. I'm
0: going uh, draw, 1-1. One Leicester, 2-1. One. One. Draw, 1-1. One one. Uh, Leicester then play on Saturday against Leeds. It's the... Oh, what a short amount of time. Um, Leicester-Leeds.
2: <sighs> I don't have the same confidence of the greatest manager of all. Um, <laughs> I think Leeds are going to do like a little bounce back. 2-1. Two 2-1 one. Two one to Leeds.
1: 2-1 to Leicester. Oh,
0: I was going go to go 2-1 to Leicester-T. 2-1 to Leicester-T. Uh, Aston Villa, Southampton.
1: Hmm. Southampton's going to do the seventy-fifth minute thing again, aren't they? So, um, uh, what are
2: they playing again? Southampton,
0: Aston, or well, Aston Villa, Southampton. I
2: think Aston Villa. I'm going to go Villa. I'm going to go Villa. They've they have a at least a win booked S- at least.
1: Southampton. 1-0.
0: Southampton 1-0. Where are you going? You're going
2: Villa. Villa
0: 2-0. I'm going Southampton 2-1. Uh, next up is Burnley against Chelsea.
2: Chelsea 3-0. Chelsea
0: 2-1. 1-1. One.
1: Um, one, one.
0: Newcastle, Brighton.
1: Newcastle's on a roll at the moment.
0: Newcastle. I but saw they were second yeah. on the form table. Um I think it was in fixtures from like mid January to the end of February.
1: Last five games for Newcastle, win, draw, win, win, win. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but um I, I still th- I still think that Brighton are draw kings. So I think Brighton are gonna draw this. Yeah. <laughs> one one I was, I was <laughs> gonna say one one. Funny enough uh
1: last five games for uh Brighton uh, is Loose, 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 win, draw. So I'm going to go for Newcastle 2-1. Okay,
0: so Newcastle 2-1. I'm going 1-1. You're going 1-1. Yeah. Um, Norwich against Brentford. Very interesting game, this <laughs> now.
2: I think I think Brentford. Uh, Norwich, man. It's over for y'all. Just give up.
0: Nor- yeah, but Norwich have got
2: better. Prepare to play before. against Ipswich next season.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ipswich aren't getting promoted, but that's it. <laughs> uh,
1: Norwich also won the away tie.
0: Yeah, so what are you saying? You're saying Brentford.
2: I think Brentford are going to take it. What score? 2-0. Uh,
1: 2-1 two, two two Norwich.
0: I'm I'm going 2-0 Norwich. I think it's Norwich in the bag, that one. I'm confident. That's the first time I've gone for Norwich this year and been confident, you know. Half the other times I just go for them as a joke. Mm. This, is um, this is bad. That means they're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: Uh, Wolves, Crystal Palace. Oh, good game. 2-2. Actually, 1-1. Wha- 1-2-2. Uh, mm, one, wha- uh, I'm
0: going Wolves.
2: Why are you laughing?
0: Wolves 2-1. It was <laughs> just a dramatic pause and then you went, oh, this is going to be a good game. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Um, Ooh, mm, go Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. Wolves Wolves 2-1. Uh, Liverpool, West Ham.
2: Let Paul go win this one. What What the hell was that? that? Let go win this one. Is mm-hmm. that like Cockney? Lithethamp guy from I don't know what from, but yeah, I think it's gonna win Liverpool two one, yeah. Liverpool three 0
1: Liverpool
0: three one.
2: I think Edison's I think Allison's gonna concede. Liverpool
0: three one. Just uh, to prove your point.
2: Watford, yeah, Watford yeah. against Arsenal? Arsenal. Actually you know what? I don't like Arsenal. I'll <laughs> never go for them. <laughs> you do. I have, but I'm starting to realize I actually don't like Arsenal. Uh, well, Watford to how win two one. Have you to realize that? Um, I actually just uh, just want to show my hatred towards that team that has won nothing or achieved anything in the last ten years. No Champions League, nothing. So you're saying so 2-1. Watford to one? Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking to that. Uh,
0: Ars- Arsenal three 0 They're much better than I'm giving the credit for, but I just want them to lose.
1: Arsenal two one.
0: Uh, the big one. The big one of the weekend. Manchester Derby. Manchester City. Manchester United. Manchester
2: United. Because after the the absolute disgrace of that VAR rule, I think Man City need to lose. <laughs> so you, you for the for universe for to be in balance. Not
0: on football ability, but on the fact that the balance is going to come For justice.
1: The so were are you saying, as a Chelsea supporter, that, Justice is going to come in the form of Man United. <laughs> Just think about what you're saying.
2: I know. It's desperate times call for desperate measures. Honestly, think about it's, what you're saying. It's like in the Avengers when uh, at the end of Infinity War, spoilers, when um, uh, what's his name? Nick Fury presses a button and we're like, oh, what did he press? At the end, it was Captain Marvel. In this one, it's Manchester United. So this is what it is.
1: I think the way Man United has been playing, it seems like they're, they're on could be, track. Yeah to do something good. And this could be their best result. I mean, last game they've wasted so many chances. This is the one where they're going to redeem themselves. So this is the redeem game. Do you think so? Um I think the pressure's going to be on. They're going to want to prove themselves. Cristiano Ronaldo is going to have a uh, f FU I'm not done yet game. Yeah. Um, you could have had me last gonna, year. He's going to he's going to score a hat trick. I'm going to go f- 3-2 Man United. Ooh.
0: Think, I think this, this game is interesting for that point that no matter what happens, Manchester United tend to play better against Manchester City than they do in most other clubs. Oh, you say that. Uh, um,
1: last three games between Man City and Man United. Yeah, draw one. City win. win. Uh, oh, no. I saw the results wrong. I thought uh, City got all three. No,
0: City won, City United won, one, then, then
2: uh United won before that. I,
0: I, I do think United do play better even when they lose against City. So it, it's going to be really tough. I think that City will just edge it. I think it's going to be a 2-1. Um, maybe a controversial goal in there, Yeah, you know, just predicting the future. A, a, late, a, late, a late winner and a controversial goal. That's what I'm calling.
2: I hope for a handball by Rodri or someone in the penalty box, at least a penalty by Ronaldo. And the last thing we hear in the final minutes is Sue. I never want to hear that from you again, please. Yeah. Um, you bring, you bring disgrace to your club. <laughs> final <laughs> game <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham against Everton on Monday night. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm going Tottenham three <laughs> one. Uh
2: I like Lampard, you know, it's gonna spot my heart, so I'm gonna go Everton two one.
1: I think Everton's gonna come out all guns blazing mm-hmm. and it's gonna backfire. So oh, yeah. Tottenham three 0
2: I wanna see Conte cry and realise that he went to the worst club in the world. I mean I don't like to- I don't like Arsenal, but Tottenham, that club needs more it needs more help than you know the world needs I think COVID good, to end
1: uh, on a good day. On a good day, Tottenham's going to be a really good team. It's just those good days don't come very easily. This is going to be a good day for Tottenham.
2: I think it's going to be a good day for Everton. I think yeah, Everton no, are going to slap Conte. We're gonna no, going to hear Conte going, what do you want me to do? This club is trash. I thought I could change it, but nothing's happening. No,
0: this is, this is all Tottenham. And just uh, a bit of appreciation <laughs> for Kane and Son, who have become the highest goal combination tally in Premier League history. They and one nothing. Drogba and Lampard
2: and one nothing.
0: Well, that's that's the end. That's the end of this, this week's <laughs> episode. Um, <laughs> thank you all
1: for tuning what in. What do you mean? Harry Kane's won PFA Player of the Year, <laughs> and the Son is won Asian Player of the Year. I, uh, yeah. what do you mean they won the Audi Cup in
0: 2018? Yeah, exactly. Big trophy. Oh yeah, that's. Have one you won? One. Have, yeah. have have, have Chelsea won, won the, Aldi the Aldi, no. Aldi no. Cup. That's that's the one. Manchester no. f- hasn't won hasn't won. Yeah. You're right. We have we haven't won two goal. Was it what the, what's the goal of the year award called? The Puskas. Puskas award. We won back to back Puskas awards. You're right. You know you got to give him something to cheer about, right? Sorry, um, I've put in my place. I Apologise. But that that's all for episode. 21, thank you all for listening Um, we'll be back next week for episode 22 and Ty you're going to see us out with another great impression of Cristiano Ronaldo
2: So.